This is KP. And this is Kai. And, and this, this is You Had Me at Fraud. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speaker, commenter, expert, or host. They do not explicitly or necessarily reflect nor represent the podcast's policies or views held by this podcast. The podcast or its channels cannot be held accountable for all or any views expressed during this podcast. And as always, listeners, discretion is advised. This is Kai. And this is You, you had me Fraud. You ought to have me Fraud. Today's episode is about Emmanuel Nude. Would you gonna say, sis? <laughs> Nude. We don't have any information about his early life at all. Like we couldn't find any anywhere. We barely found any pictures. He was basically born. An adult. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Yes. In this story, he's going to be born in 1995 when this scam all happened. He wasn't born in 1995. What? Just in this episode, because that's, that's <laughs> where everything <laughs> starts. <laughs> so, in 1995, Emmanuel Nwede was feeling short on cash. At the time, though, he was the director of the Union Bank in Nigeria. So he had a really good job. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some... Some, <laughs> some people are a little not needy, but greedy. Greedy. <laughs> that job, even though it was one of the highest jobs at his job, that still wasn't enough. So he went to other options. So, one day, he's sitting there thinking, what can I do to get more money? What can I do? So, one day, he brought uh, of this... <laughs> he thought of this brilliant idea to try to sell a fake airport that did not exist. Could you believe that? And somebody bought it. Could you believe that? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's like buying your own imaginary world that does not exist. Like, what? How you are a bank? How did you yeah. let this happen? Who do I need to speak with to fire? Right. <laughs> so the one day he caught when calling any bank he could get his hands on. <laughs> that was the right word. Any bank he could. <laughs> he called any bank that you know he could. To see if they will fall for this scam. Well, none of these banks answer at all. None of them will give him the time of day but the Bank of Nordeste in Brazil. Who answered? No other than Nelson Sagaguchi. Mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> he said, <"Hi>, bye. <laughs> so Nelson... He was actually the director of that bank in that, in Brazil. So, you know, in order to pull off the scam, 
Emmanuel had to pretend to be something much more than just the di- director of Union Bank in Nigeria. What did he? What did he say he was? He said he was the governor of Central Bank of Nigeria. Governor. Mm. <laughs> now, if y'all don't know what the governor of the Central Bank of Nigeria is, that's basically he controls. The, the highest, yes. Mm-hmm. He controls the whole banking system in Nigeria. So he pretended to be him when he called Nelson Sagaguchi. So his proposal was that, you know, <laughs> if you buy this airport, you could get a Yazala commission mm-hmm. personally if you give me $442 million for this new airport that's being built in Abuja, Nigeria. Yes. And Abuja, Nigeria is the capital of Nigeria. So he explained to him how this airport will have so much traffic and it's going to be the first airport in Nigeria. And, you know. What I'm wondering is, like, it's just how. <laughs> I'm still trying to wrap my head around yeah. it. Yeah, like, like lawyers. I don't know if lawyers was involved or not. He promised them ten million dollars, so he's probably like, you know what? He is that greed. If somebody offered you ten million dollars, all you had to do was give up some money that wasn't even yours. For something I can't see. You couldn't see it. You couldn't see it. No. You couldn't see it. You couldn't see it. Because remember, he's in Brazil. He's nowhere in Nigeria. And he didn't really care as long as he was getting that money. So over <laughs> time, over time, Sagaguchi would be transferring money to not one, not two, not three, not four, and not five different bank accounts around, <laughs> foreign bank accounts around the world. These bank accounts were in areas like Great Britain. Not Great Britain. One was in Japan, right? (laughs) (laughs) No. He would transfer them to places like the Cayman Islands, uh, Brazil, Britain, Nigeria, Switzerland, and even the USA. Oh, snap. He got us, y'all. He got the U.S. (laughs) Even the USA, and you know, mm. at this time, you know, the Bank of Nueste in Brazil is asking Sagaguchi, "Where's the papers? We mm. need to see the papers." Because you know why? They were in the process of selling the Bank of mm-hmm. Nueste to Santander Bank, and right. some of you might still recognize that name because it's still in business to this day. So they were in the process of selling the Bank of New West Day to Santander Bank for $500 million and needed the papers from Sagaguchi. But Sagaguchi had been putting them off for up to three years. Mm. And they finally got, he finally got called into the office by one of the shareholders and was like, look, come on. All this time, we've been asking where the papers are for this bank and we need them. What's, what's going on? Run them papers at. Run them papers. Run them papers. And every time he would make up excuses, well, his back was against the wall. So they threatened him. 
and he cracked and told the truth. They found out that two-fifths of the bank's money was sitting unsupervised in the Cayman Islands. Mm. Nelson had to answer for this. So after this, the investigation started. And like we said, it covered countries like Brazil, Britain, Nigeria, Switzerland, and the USA. And because of this scam, the bank Unrest Day in Brazil collapsed mm-hmm. in 2001. And the family had to pay all that money back. <clears throat> now, y'all are probably wondering, you know, <laughs> what happened to Nuede? <laughs> well, he, they got caught too. <laughs> in fact, not this Nuede, but five people who were assisting him on this scam who was opening up these foreign bank accounts and helping him with this. All five were charged with fraud for seeking advance fees and bribing, 15 counts of bribing. All pled not guilty to Nigerian Fraud Task Force, but Emmanuel, on the other hand, being the way he is, what did he do? He tried to bribe him. I mean, over there allegedly uh you can bribe you're not supposed to of course but you're not supposed to at all yeah money can most definitely get you anywhere out there yeah but how much did he try to bribe them for Seventy five thousand cash yes $75,000 cash he tried to bribe the Nigerian fraud task force for but they wasn't having it so you know what (laughs) they charged Nuede with 25 years jail time. They took all of his assets and returned the money to the bank. And $10 million went to the Nigerian government for pain and suffering. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to know out of the 25 years how much time that Nuede actually served? A whopping, y'all. A whopping. Wasn't it two years? No. Not two years. He served a whopping one year before he was released from prison. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. One year. And that's because during that time, the, you know, it was very corrupt. It was very corrupt. And, you know, he was able to bribe a lot of people to get out. He <laughs> <laughs> still got term your way. Right. That's crazy. And what they actually ended up filing a lawsuit against the government to recover all his assets that he stole with the money from this fake airport. And he actually won. <laughs> he actually won. And they returned. $52 million of his assets back in 2016. Well, y'all think the story start, stopped there. But no. Now, Nuede is free. He living his life, but he had to pay back. He had to pay back the, the, the you know, the government. So he incited a riot which resulted in 27 deaths. Mm. And they found out he was the one behind it. And he actually ended up getting sent back to prison where he was 
then again charged with 27 counts of murder, attacks, and attempted murder of 27 deaths of people that died during this riot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's where the story really ends, but we got some fun facts for you. Nuede, actually, the the most recent activity we found on Nuede, because, you know, we couldn't find much on this story or about his life, but we found out that he is currently serving as the chief Emmanuel Nuede, president general of the the Benny Town Union. Now, I wonder what a Benny Town Union is. Okay. I wonder what that is. It's probably like a, a city or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll, we'll insert that in there. We'll, we'll, I'll look it up. And also... So, an airport was finally built in Abuja in, 2000, in the year 2000 and opened in 2002. Nandi Ezekwe International Airport. airport. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. It. And that's all the information we have for you on this story. But isn't that crazy? Like, how could you get away? He got the USA. <laughs> <laughs> he got everybody. He got everybody. <laughs> My God. Most people can't even get away with taking a pack of M Ms for the store. Girl, I'm he, not stealing no gun. He got away with stealing two hundred and fifty-two, two hundred and <laughs> two. <laughs> he got away with stealing all, all that $242 million for airport. Like, what? That didn't exist. That didn't exist. They never saw it. Oh they never. Gosh. They got all the people that was probably. No, I'm sorry. Tonight got me. I love laughing, but tonight really got me. Yeah, that's crazy, right? We got any other news? Oh, my God. I'm trying to think. We went through. Oh, my goodness. They really would have got away with that. I mean, if he, if yes. he went through, he really would have got away with yes. it. And then... Y'all, if the bank of... What's his name? the cell actually... If Sagaguchi... Yeah. Wouldn't have said anything, and the bank ended up being so... Second, Gucci would have been looked at like, uh, bruh, <laughs> what, what airport? Where is it? We we went to Abuja. It's not there. What's going, What's on? going on? That's crazy. Mm. Mm. Then he would have got arrested. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he shouldn't have been messing around like that in the first place. Now look at him. Well, not really now. Look at him because he's still out there doing good. He got away with it pretty much because he only served one year in jail. That's crazy. One year for stealing over $242 million for a fake airport. Well, once again, this is Kai. And this is Ken. And this is another episode. You said your name. It's all right. (laughs) This is KP. This is KP. And we're signing off. Bye. Okay, guys. So I really couldn't find out what a Benny Town Union was. But from looking it up, um, I did kind of get an idea that it is like basically like the governor. So we like how we have governors and they consult. And they control, like, zoning and stuff like that. 
that's pretty much what a Benny Town Union is. So Nwede, that's what he was elected. So yeah. And now it's time for listener scammer stories. Today on our listener stories, we have one where (laughs) somebody wrote in saying, I played some illegal gambling when I was in college and lost a few hundred dollars. Then I lost. And then after I lost, some dude came up to me and asked me to put some checks in my account and he would help me get my money back. We were talking and walking and we came to the parking deck and he thought I was going to get in the car with him and go to the bank. Sink. So that's all they wrote for that. <laughs> that's crazy. Don't fall for any scams at the casino because people are literally waiting for people that win to so they can get their money when they leave the casino. Right? Okay. Anyway. When I lived abroad a couple of years ago, I rented a room in this man's house, paid a deposit, and lived there a few months. When the time came to move out, he never returned my deposit. He kept stalling, and then finally I sent a threatening letter, so he sent a post-dated check, which ended up bouncing. I knew it would happen. After that, I sued him, and he never responded. I called the clerk, but they said they couldn't really do anything besides put a default on his credit file. Oh my goodness, that's terrible. I kind of don't think he even owned the house at all. I lost nearly 300 euros. Oh my god. I'm still kind of salty to be honest. That's a hell of a lot in Canadian dollars. Hmm. Mm, that's wild. Mm. This person said, I was scammed when I was in New York one time. And this old, I don't know if this offensive, I'm sorry, this offends anybody. This old aging lady was selling some MAC lip gloss for $3 and Juicy perfume for $15. And I got all excited and bought that shit. Do I even have to say that that shit was fake and I got scammed? <laughs> I even asked, is this legit? And she gave me a dirty look and then proceeded to say yes in a, are you stupid look. And I brought that shit. She knew that I knew it was fake and I was going to buy it anyways. I wasn't really scammed, but I was kind of. Because I thought it would be different since he told me it was real. (laughs) Mm. So I think that's all the stories we have for today. And, um, do we have any news? I don't think so, not today. Not today. All I can say is, you know, stream us. We are on Anchor. We are on Audible. We are on Google Podcasts. We are on Amazon Music. We are on Spotify. Um, And I'm still working on getting us on Apple Podcasts. That is played out to be really difficult because mainly because I think it's because we are Android users. 
So I don't have anything connected to Apple at all. So I had to do an Apple ID and that I'm having difficulty trying to get that to read into the Apple podcast app. So yeah, it's a whole bunch, but it's going to happen. It's going to eventually happen. Um, what else? Oh, and follow us. Follow us, leave reviews. Always, always. Always. And follow us at, it's going to be at, you have me at fraud on TikTok and Instagram. And I think that's it. I will see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.